Okay, guys, I was uh, going through some exercises in uh, Itzik's book again, Microsoft SQL Server, T-SQL Fundamentals, and I really thought this one was interesting. It's um, You've got an orders table, and what you want to do is return a list of all orders made on the last day of any month, of any year. Um, so that, that really intrigued me. Um, you go through a lot of different options when you're trying to think about how to do this. Uh, I was thinking, okay what are our options we could make uh, a lookup table you know go through for for those years that the order table covers and and have a lookup table of all the last days of the month well of course you don't want to do something like that because it's it's not something you want to maintain and it's not efficient and it's not it's not you know sql um uh, thought about doing it a little bit more programmatically you know having some sort of reference table and again it's not it's not you know that you can do this programmatically you know you can do it with a query it's just it's going to take a little bit of thinking so how do you again how do you think through what turns out to be a complicated little problem um we don't have a max day of month function provided to us by sql so you've got to go in and figure out what we want i mean it's you've got that in net um you know you can write yourself a, a clr function to to cover this but right now we're talking about a purely you know homegrown old school SQL solution for this and it, and we can do it so um, you, you see some code up here and this is this is sort of the final solution but we're kinda gonna go through all this again as I was uh, uh, kinda the way I did when I was thinking through it so so let's start simply I'm actually even gonna type it all out again um, well, let's declare ourselves a couple of things declare date small date time and let's declare ourselves I'm gonna say um, what you think about is okay how to get the last day of the month well it's easy enough to find the first day of the next month and then do a, a date add minus one on the day that that'll get you um, that, that that's the solution right there and you know I was just kinda glancing around at the SQL functions to get inspiration and that's 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 it um, you know, it gets a little bit more complicated to implement, but, um, so what we're looking for for starters is, um, first day, day, sorry, of next month, and yeah, I'm going to type all that out because it helps me keep track of what I'm doing, small date time, we're going to declare, we're going to go ahead and set, uh, date equal to get date, keep it simple, now finding first day of next month. Um, oh, hello. We could use a little set right there, couldn't we? Okay, and, and you guys know that when you have um, a complex problem, even though it's a simple idea, and we've already said the solution, it's a fairly simple solution, it, it's a little bit complex to, to, to implement, you want to take it step by step. So what are the things that we want to do? Um, we want to, well, simply, we want to find the... Uh, uh, find the last day of this month, and how do we do that? Um, we find the first day of next month, and then minus one day. Well, if you write it out in pseudocode like that, it becomes fairly easy to to translate it into um, regular code. So, you know, find the first day of m next month. How are we going to do Let's do that by um, uh, 
adding one month, changing day to um, 01. Okay. Whoops. So there's our pseudocode. So how do we add one month to our current date? Well, date add month um, one date, right? That's simple enough. And that'll give us, today is uh, 631, so that'll give us 731 right there. Now, how do we change that day to 01? And I guess I should go ahead and show here that if we've got um, uh, date add, select date add, why is that giving me a funny, funny look? Select date add month one date. Uh, oh, I just did the whole thing, didn't I? Hang on. You know, I've done that time and time and time again. When I, I go to run something, I forget that if you've got a variable, you need to run the whole thing, that whole part where it says, you know, declare the variable. Um, but okay, now that I've gotten the whole thing, we can see that data it adds um, month one date. It adds one to the... Um, uh, the month, and interestingly enough, and this is something that uh, that we're, we're going to take into account. Today's the 31st. Well, I added one, and of course June doesn't have a 31st in it, so it sets it to 30. Well, that means when we change when the way we're going to formulaically change um, one to uh, the the day to one. It, it kind of has to take into account, you have to change the day, in other words, before you change the month. Um, and now, we, backing up a minute, we considered, uh, we, listen to me in the second person, me and my dog considered um, trying to do a date part and just saying, okay, date part month plus one plus date part year. You know, that's kind of a pain in the pain in the butt it's not elegant it's it's too much work for what we're doing let's go ahead and stick with the functions that microsoft saw fit to give us for dealing with dates so let's talk about very simply um subtracting the day from the day um what i mean by that is let's say and we're going to split this out separately here for a moment let's say that um we've got the date here what we want to do is add uh, date add um, the date to itself, so to speak. Whoops, sorry, it's it's late. Why do I always do these midnight DBA videos at midnight? Um, we want if today's the thirty-first. Basically, we want to add negative thirty-one to it to make it zero, and then add one. So we want uh, date part. Uh, date here and then um, multiply that by negative one to make it negative right so right now we've got date add the day this is coming gonna come out to be negative 31 to our date which is the 31st well you know we don't want it down at zero we want it at one so let's parenthesize this little bit right here the one that would come out to negative 31 and say plus one now let's take that part by part just in case um, it's midnight whenever you're listening to this and we'll make it uh, very clear um, let's comment out anything that we're not going to use right away and we'll add it back in as it becomes uh, useful so we're going to select just whoops 
just the date part here where we said, okay, I want to find out whatever the, the day it is and then make it negative, right? And Jen, you have to remember to include the bit where you declare the date. <laughs> there we go. Okay, double dumbass on me. Not only do I have to declare it, but I have to set it. Guys, please be understanding. I'm really not this stupid. I'm really, really not. Okay. All I wanted to do was illustrate a point. Okay, we declare, we set. I'm sitting here going, why won't that work? Why is it null? It worked before. Yeah, it's because I'm stupid. Okay. Okay, we're starting out with declaring, setting the date. Ah, there we go. Today is the 31st. So I'll go ahead and prove that to you, by the way. There we go. Okay, so today is 531. What we did here is we did a date part on the day. Um, we got the date, 31st, and we made it negative, so negative 31. We're going to use that. We're going to uh, make it, um, let's see, I got to reference what I did before because I worked it all out, but then I got dumb apparently. So, okay, so good. So, you know, number one, we've um, uh, get the day of month, make it negative. Um, two, we're going to add it to current date. Um, that equals, that'll equal out to zero, um, add one. Simply speaking, that's the process to make um, the day of month one, right? So let's uncomment out the rest of this that we pulled down from before. There we go, plus one. This will get us, got to run the whole thing with the declare, ha ha ha. Right, with this simple little thing we have gone from 531 to 51 yay we have um, made 31 negative we'd added one to it and we've said okay date add negative 31 plus one so negative 30 to the date which means we're now at one got it got it good all right that was the first part of it the next part is changing the month which as it turns out is the easy part because like i said before all we're doing is uh, date adding, here we are, date adding a month to this newly changed date. Let's go ahead and copy this and run it up there, right? Uh, let's see, we've gone up to the top, we've said declare, we've gotten the get date, um, and here's the whole thing. So here's the part we just went over after I quit making all my mistakes uh, to make it here's the part we just went over to make the day zero and here's where we date add to add a month and run that whole thing ah what a misplaced yeah an extra little parenthesis there we go okay so we have changed the day to one we have changed the month to the next month and we see that we found it we found the first day of next month well originally what I did I said okay great I found the first day of next month I'll go in and compare it oh good I already erased that um, I'll say um, 
if uh, date diff, if the date difference by day between my date and the first day of next month um, is one, then I have found the last day of the, the month, which by the way is faulty logic because I might have found the second day of the next month, which is no good. But anyway, it's also a separate step and that's not what you want. You want it all incorporated together. Um, so you add it to the same thing. We, we want the last day of this month. So, okay, we've got We've got first day of next month equal to this. So next month, day one. All you have to do to get the last day of this month is same thing. You start with the date. You see the date add month, month here. That's that's right here, date add month, month. Okay, minus one. Minus one day. That'll be the last day of this month, right? Let's go ahead and put that in our declaration real quick. Or I'm going to get lots more errors. Okay. So now let's select uh, date as date. Uh, let's do our little thing. Um, this one as itself. And last day of the month as itself. Let's see if we come up with something beautiful. Today's date is the 31st. If we want the first date of next month, it's the first and the last of this month. We have programmatically found out that it is 531. So we have discovered that we happen to be on the last day of this month. Okay, so having found this programmatically, we've gotten our formula worked out. Last day of this month. Um, you plug it into your query. Okay, I want order ID, order date, customer ID, employee ID from sales orders, where order date equals our formula. And Notice I have changed at date to order date in both places where it's required. Run this and voila, take a look at our beautiful little list of orders on the last day of each month. Now, interesting thing, I did uh, find another way to do this. I'm sure there are several ways to do this um, online. And uh, it was just as interesting. Let me go ahead and dig that up real quick. Okay, so um, here's the solution I found that was online, and um, this presents us with an interesting opportunity. We've just gone through, um, a, a jumping around a little bit, but how to think your way through a problem, breaking it down step by step, and then building the query up a piece at a time. Let's do the reverse. We've got an existing solution. Let's deconstruct it a bit at a time and try to work out what it means to us, what it's saying to us. I, with these nested functions, I really tend to find that going from the inside out is the absolute best way to be because it's like, you know, it's like those old math problems where you've got, you know, this plus this and this times this all within nested parentheses. Well, you've got to deal with the innermost one first. Um, it's the exact same thing. So let's take a look at this. Um, whoops. Jump up here. Okay, let's select, and instead of using date, we're just going to go with get date, so I don't have to keep on including um, my my declaration. Okay, so let's select uh, date diff month zero get date. What on earth does that mean? We get 1312. Well, zero, again, for those of you familiar with date diff, you realize that here's the date part we're using. This is the start date. 
we're supposed to be comparing against, and here's the end date. Well, zero takes it all the way back to um, whatever the the beginning of the the uh, the data type range is in this case uh, somewhere around the turn of this the century right um you know not this last one but the one before um so we've got 1312 months or if you like uh, 109 years difference between zero and the date we're comparing so cool um that's what they're doing for starters and then there's a, a plus one so what we've got here is where this 1313 months uh, 1,313 months away from zero. Now, the key, as it's looking to be, uh, to this equation is consistency. You see here, we've got a date add, and they're adding to zero. So we've just selected some point in time, zero, to compare our date against. We're going to um, get the number of months away, add one, and then add it back again, and that'll get us to, whoops, I did it again, get date, there we go, and that'll get us to, aha, the start of the next month, funny, that's, that's what was one of our goals um, in our, um, in our formula we just did, but now there's more to it, because of course we want to compare to the last of the month, not the first of the month, so we're going to just date add a minus one day and that'll take us back to the end of the month so if we go ahead and run the full internet solution stop that get date I think I'd wise up by now ta-da the end of the current month um, I'd have to say this is a, a more elegant solution than ours but you know there's value in, in thinking through more than one way to do something and there's definitely value in looking up the answer on the internet and figuring out how that works now from the book, Itzik's solution is even more elegant than that, even though it's it's kind of on the same principle. Um, here, we were comparing against a fixed date, zero, right? Well, here, he's comparing against a fixed date, 1991, and it I've actually changed this, so I'm going to change it back now. Uh, December 31st, 1999. Um, again, let's go ahead and take this from the inside out. Uh, and see what we can make of it, right? So let's take away everything but this innermost date diff, which as it turns out isn't much. Let's see. We've only got two functions going on here, which is great. Okay, so if you select date diff against um, um, how many months away is get date from December 31st, 1999. Well, it's 113 months away. Wonderful. What we were talking about before, if you remember up here, how you have to be careful, um, where was that? You have to be careful to change the day to one before adding one, uh, one month because, because there can be unintended consequences. When you, let's say, like, like today, we're on the 31st of the month. Um, if you add, uh, if you date add uh, a month to uh, May 31st, you're going to come up with June 30th. This particular solution takes advantage of that in a slightly different way, but it's still the same thing. We're finding out how many months away we are from this date and then adding that many months to that date, you automatically come up with the last of the month.
Was that clear? No? Okay, well hang on and we'll, we'll go through it again. Okay, so to clarify that just a little bit, let's go ahead and put some notes down real quick. So let's start with today's date is 5-31-2009. Um, if you take that date, 5-31, and add one month to it, you're going to get 6-30-2009. We've changed the date part. That's that's something that's, that, that's the difficulty in finding the last day of the month. It's uh, a little bit unpredictable. When we start with a fixed date that has the biggest possible day, in this case, 12-31-1999, 31, that's the biggest possible date uh, a month can have, then you add months to it, you automatically get whatever the maximum is for that month. So if we start with 1999, uh, December 31st, let's add two months to it, you're going to get, uh, we'll, we'll, add, we'll add three months to it, you're going to get March 30th, because I can't remember whether 2000 was a leap year. Um, and that's our magic max day of month function that he's taken advantage of here. And it's just brilliant and elegant and short. Um, I absolutely love it. So there you go. If, if that doesn't make any sense at all, send me tons of emails and tell me you need to explain things better. But uh, we've got three different solutions, each progressively, I think, more elegant. And uh, they're all just wonderful. So let's go ahead and plug this, the most elegant of solutions, into our query. Um, remember, we were originally looking for orders, so select these things from sales orders where order date, oh look, I already plugged it in, um, is equal to this function, let's see, order date, and we're going to get all the orders placed on the last days of the month. That's all I've got for right now, so uh, we'll do more on f working through problems and, and deconstructing um, queries in the future. But for now, that's all I got.